started listening to you guys when you very first started, which was 2016 or 2017. Abby? Mm. 2016. 2016, yes. Yeah. So yeah. I remember I was in law school and it was just you guys and we just got back um, and I said what I said. And then maybe loose stuff. I said, I was, I said it wasn't even out then. Yeah, so it was all very like new, new stuff. You know, it's yeah. funny. I actually had, but that one, it preceded me. But actually, before I said what I said, had it became a thing. Mm. I actually spoke to Jola about producing a podcast like her and FK, mm. where oh, I was wait. like, yeah, now that you, you remember there was this other podcast we used to do, Millennials, that, yes, yes, um, yes, yes. and like, when Lulu, me, TMC, Fake, and when Lulu, and like, because FK came and did one episode, and that was when like FK just like obviously appeared on Twitter, and everyone thought she was funny. And I remember asking her that day, I was like, you know, if I, you know, put some bumps, to be honest, like it was a clown effort because I didn't really think I didn't think it's like you didn't follow up. It was one of those just like you know when you know as a creative, your ADHD brain are just out here like ah, every idea, ideas, every ideas boost. <laughs> well, yeah. I hear it's that. been so like listening to um like the contrast between the new episodes versus because you guys you guys sound like washed uncles now i'm dead like, really? no like compared comparatively comparatively wait did you listen to all the episodes recently no no like i'm just remembering like i remember the, the vibe in the beginning was very unhinged like the, the drawing was that you guys were just these unhinged people that just came together but now the vibe is so different but so interesting it's like the drawing is that you guys have managed to stay friends for this long and like you're mutually like aligned and connected by this unhinged <laughs> so it's so interesting like you can tell like you guys don't do the things you did in your early twenties, or like did. you sound like kind of trying to get, get like I don't know. It's so interesting. You know, I feel like the value has changed. You know, something yeah. funny. So last night we went to Artex and we're living, and so I got at least like two or three people who are like, "Oh, you're my wife from Submarriage. Like, I really love the podcast. Like, you guys are really whatever." And then I was leaving, and this guy. It's funny because I forgot his name, but I need to ask our mutual friend because I know he said we had met before. And he was like, I'm the most problematic one. <laughs> I love that. Bro, this was at 2 a.m. I said, bro, do you really believe what you are saying? <laughs> he said, yeah. <laughs> and then Kemi was like, yeah, it's true. To be fair. And then, and, 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 we, and I said to Kemi, I said, were you saying that because you agree? He always say that because you just wanted to leave. She's like, oh, no, I agree. I'm dead. <laughs> but I don't agree. Dude, no, I agree. My right now, I've been pushing that agenda for a long time, man. You think you're covert, but nigga, guy, your ass is in the open. My <laughs> wife's so messy. She's so messy. The messiest. But I love it, though, because he stands on it. He does not give a shit. So he's like, yeah, I said it's okay. <laughs> but yeah just it's really interesting no, but, shout out to you guys no thanks honestly yeah. but speaking of being a washed uncle like I have a confession you guys you guys are about to listen to my and you probably already heard me sing this like this morning but this is my current favorite song in the whole wide world <laughs> <laughs> not this fucking pastor too we want to be yo yo 
Yo, you know what's <laughs> fucked up? Do you know what's fucked up, Marwa? The reason that I love this song is because I watched the Pastor Toby TikTok yesterday and I've had it on repeat <laughs> for the past like eight hours. I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, the guy that drives. So sorry, I'm off. Yeah, I'm, yeah. No, I'm but this, there's a like a challenge, like a TikTok thing going around where. Oh, you guys know TikTok? Oh, I feel it's oh my god, stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> where Pastor Toby, there's like yeah, so he, the, the thing kind of annotates like yeah. all the things he's wearing, how much they cost. Oh, I've seen the video. Yes, exactly. So, is that guy? That guy is still a pastor. Like people are still attending that church. I don't think the church exists anymore. I think the church has actually been... Well, I'm not sure, but I think... Well, I don't know if my wife would know. I don't know people that go to Spark Nation. (laughs) No, not that. I just feel like we might have discussed it already on on the podcast where I think the the church has actually been, like, decommissioned. Um, They they, they got issues. Maybe something around not paying taxes and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, he might have rebranded it into, like, you know, give it a new name. Fair enough. Into a record label. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but honestly, the guy, I was so embarrassed. Like, because first of all, I was like, damn, man, not me getting hooked on by like, you know, influencer marketing. One, two, is fucking Pastor Toby. And three, that's a fucking Kiss Daniel song in 2023. Like, I know I'm turning 30 soon, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's the th- turning 30 or is the Yoruba and me, but guy, I love that song so much, man. <laughs> I think it was a genuine joy on your face when you played it. Bro, I love that. Like, that song makes me want to go to a cellar church. Question, because I've never listened to the song beyond seeing it in the video. Is that the actual recording or is that like a church, like a choir, like reenacting it? No, that is the Kiss Daniel song. It is a great song. TikTok, Ibo. Yeah, I thought it was like a church, like maybe like a church choir, like trying to like... Reappropriate it like mm-hmm. like um Josh too funny those remixes eh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. oh no, that is the song man legit okay so, that the things you have done <laughs> <laughs> that guy is a nasty, that guy is the nastiest pop star in the world but he knows his job ah <sighs> all the evil you are committed <laughs> that guy knows his job man yo <laughs> and it's how you get sorry go ahead. What are you drinking? Oh, damn. Okay, so in here in my cup is... In the wine glass, not the cup. Well, in the wine glass. It's, it's a cup now. <laughs> like, it's not wine <laughs> inside. It's a gogoro, so it's a cup. <laughs> but honestly, it's gin, um, crush, and San Pellegrino, um, black, some black corn type thing. It looks like Ribena, though, but it's, it's pretty it's pretty chill. Is that like your standard? Your standard, Sunday, your standard Sunday morning. Not Sunday morning, drinky drink. Um, it's just right now. It's just what's available right now. I I bought the liquor yesterday, but I didn't buy the like mixers. So this yeah. is just me combining the mixers available, man. But it does look and taste kind of like a Chapman sort of kinda. You know, yeah. you know, you know what? This is funny because you were talking about listening to last week's episode. Yeah, and I'm sure you remember the concussion. No, because no, I felt so sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I was like, nah, because my one messed me at my drinking Heineken at 11 a.m. era. I like, I can never, it. like, I remember when, yeah. you, when you met me, you're like, Ada, it's just 11 a.m. I'm like, okay. 
Uh, yeah. the Anakin. But like it was funny to hear, like, yeah, like we've all been there. When you just have Me, I've never been there. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I wish I wish I wish He's, he's like the bottom best of rock bottom over here. That was hilarious. Too. No, no, yeah. I, I wish TMT was here to talk about his own Chelsea dry gin era. <laughs> Man, it's always Chelsea gin, isn't it? <laughs> That's when you know you're down. I remember right? that one. It's funny because I, one, I think Tommy was on that episode. Yeah. And we went to TMT's house. And I didn't even think much of it. Tommy is just like, wait, Timmy Tyre, you're drinking Chelsea dry gin. <laughs> Like the only place I see this thing is like recycled, like Bruh. when they put granuts inside. Like, oh my God. What are you going? What? Like, what's uh, going on here? What are you going uh, through? Um, <laughs> Google and Ekbar, man. <laughs> I mean, that that should have been the first red flag from my old from my old job. I'm because that's what they like. Oh my dry. And I was like, no, sorry, I'm not partaking. I really don't drink that much. But yeah, that should have been the first because that nigga kept a bottle of gin on him at all times, and it was always Chelsea dry gin. It wasn't the good stuff. I'm dead. It was that. <laughs> that's such a stuff. Well, did, you work, did you work at a at a, um, a boss park? When did you? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, honest, yeah. yo, you know what yeah. I was thinking about though. Like I was listening, I was listening to the episode from last week, um, and I just remembered when I was like so. You know, I told you guys, like, I would obviously, like, this is this is for comedic purposes. But, you know, <laughs> at the earlier stages of, of Somewhere on the Roach, I... Please. I would be, I would be you know... <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Hey, man, allegedly. I'll be, like, <laughs> sipping my team and um, my team and Origin, origin on Third Mainland. And I know the way I told the story yesterday was that is when I get off third mail and I spark that thing. But actually it was yeah. as soon as I get on third mail. And, <laughs> and I remember one day I was sparking that thing and the downfall, a downfall went past me and the downfall driver was also smoking a fat <laughs> And I was repulsed. I was like, what is this guy doing? How can you, how can you be doing that? <laughs> like if there's any episode they want to use to catch me for classism is this one because i was like my own is better than his own how can he how can he (laughs) (laughs) no no, but for real though like when i worked at fsdh um I used to get to work mad early. So I live in, I live in Amole, like near Jodubaga. And it takes an eternity to get to the island, like in Russia, uh, home yeah. and from home. And so FSDH is a what? I think UAC house or, or yeah. 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 So it's coming to work. Oh, nice. <laughs> so it's either like I live, I leave at seven and get to work at like nine thirty, or even 10 or I leave at like, 5.45 and get to work at 5.30 or I leave at 5 and get to work at like 5.45 but anything after that like 5 like I'm playing with fire and I can get to work at any time anything can happen so on some days like I would leave the house at like say like 5 get to the office at 5.30 I would park in the church actually because there was no well I was an intern so they didn't really have parking for me at USC building I don't know 
So I'd park at the church and then I'd have to walk to UAC building. And when I tell you that my walk to UAC building is just like bumping into like bus drivers and conductors, drinking sachet or gogoro and smoking and just getting as high as possible because they're about to start their day, man. That shit was crazy, man. I'm just like, I guess this is like the equivalent of like a coffee, you know, like a pick me up or whatever, but that was a very dangerous pick me up. Like, it, it, it's like so with what you said there two things that i kind of relate to so it was like the like that sense of lagos where if you leave at 6 a.m you yeah. be late because when i lived at home when i used to work at like a law firm in vi and also it's minus 1k i'm dead if you go so work started at eight you were allowed maybe 15 minutes grace mm. so if you signed in after 8 15 it's minus 1k <laughs> after how many like like so, one k is worth what a minute or an hour or thirty. Whether you come ten hours late or you don't, or you come oh, just one k. So one k a day, basically. Basically one k a day. Okay. So like, um, and yeah, obviously I used to live in Nigeria at the time, so I would. My parents live in Nigeria. I told you this. You like, yeah, yeah. Me. It's just that we didn't meet when I still lived there. Fair enough. Fair uh, um, you met a blown Myra. <laughs> 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 so like I would um it was the type of thing, yeah. If I left home after five thirty. Yeah, it's fucked. I would, I would, <laughs> just for, just I, I would be late. Yeah. yeah. So uh you know, you rush, you would get to, and I forget one summer, I think my boss's wife, I think, had a baby. So he was away. And it was like it was summer. So like in law firm terms, that's like very there's no work because you're not going to court. So bro it, uh, our guys not around. People are taking liberties. Niggas showing up by eleven. Niggas showing up at ten. All sorts. The thing is, we had signed the bond about the minus one k thing, like maybe like two or three months prior, and it was not enforced. Mm. Mm. But during that period, where our guy was not around, and everyone was just doing what they please, HR just came one day. I think someone just came in late. Just said, "Nah, fuck y'all, <laughs> bro." I got minus twelve k that month. Yeah. Jesus. I said to myself, you never, you never came late again, no. No, that one I knew. That I was like, okay, because yeah, in my head, I'm like, I'm earning one twenty k. Anything yeah, less than that one, yeah, they made you pay tight. That's a solid ten yeah. <laughs> yeah, percent. Anything less than that one twenty k, yeah, you're fucking with me because I can't do anything this month. So when I do five k, when I ten k, bro, my money, I'm gonna collect it complete, complete. bro. So. I, that was like at that period where I'll never forget when I quit that job. The first thing that made me happy was I could lie in. I'm dead. Like just the fact that at 6 a.m. I could wake up and be like, oh, yo, I'm at home. And nobody's going to beat <laughs> Nobody's going to beat me. But then the second thing, so we're talking about like um, seeing, because I walk every morning. Mm. And that thing never stops like, killing like me. Currently? When I, yeah. Yeah. Like so all the, like the, Erujaje, um, whatever it is, the sachet I thing. I don't know what. Check on more. You know, my name, my name is Ada. So I don't know this. But yeah, like, and it is because I, I, like, I still not explaining what the fuck is Erujaje. Oh, sorry. Those um, so literally what I was referring to, like those like little plastic like ogogoros or like liquors, and they also come in like sachets as well. So like every morning, I, if I count, I'm sure I'll do this the next time I go walking. I'll actually count how many like sachets I see on the floor. Yeah. Cause like 
they are just so common. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with people in this country? I like 7 a.m. in the morning, you'll give them one, one quick one. Yeah, you know, like when we're growing up and they would always be like, yeah, Nigerians are the happiest people on the planet. Well, duh, like, bro. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> everyone is drunk at like six thirty sharp. Like, bro, anything after that, you're late. <laughs> you Google Rash me. <laughs> no, but like legit, my mom. I don't lie. One day, my mom found her driver like sipping plastic it was actually the, the funniest part about it was like he was even shacking a luxurious one it was you know like patron so, yeah, so this was like a sachet equivalent of patron it was like a chocolate liquor thing and i was just sipping it. i was like this guy is sipping his latte first thing in the morning <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was crazy anyways man i was out here judging the guys i was doing the exact same thing Terrible, but I'm surprised that you don't know those names. Um, Adas and Uncooked Woman. I feel like you've been streets like learning, you know what I'm saying? Like learning, learning all these street food. Ada, and, what's Adas learning about is the history of a gay gay bread and things like that. Yeah. She's not, she's not, she's not. I tried to be in the streets, I did try for that one year when I was going to the mainland. And oh my, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> girl, you, girl, you don't have to say it like that. But like, yeah, that was mainland niggas firing back. Like, <laughs> well, you live in a job. <laughs> no guy, honest... rest. So, like, I don't give a fuck anymore. No guy, but honest... Man, sorry, go ahead. It's rough. Oh, sorry, I didn't want to be. Like, I really wanted to be like, oh yes, I can handle Nigeria. No, I can't. It's mm. really rough. Like, I'm so happy I met my one. This place is so soft. Like, he's so soft. I don't have to like Bro, you're, you're running up. You're begging me. Mm-mm. This is funny because, like, when I was in Nigeria last year, I think I was said in the podcast, I was like, my was apartment. The moment I walked into my was apartment, I was like, huh, maybe I can live in Nigeria. Like, maybe I can go. <laughs> <laughs> that. I'm just like, this is where I was always supposed to be. Now, like every time, every time, so because there's a point my office used to be like ten minutes drive for me yeah uh, maybe a 20 20 minute walk mm-hmm. i went there i was talking to my mom and my mom said that people are going to see you now they think you've not suffered they won't know that you were driving from um aja to surah every day um and bro then it used to take me like a, it was like a two it'll take me like two two and a half hours to get to the office yeah and then except you left at five thirty. Yeah. yeah and obviously i wasn't leaving then because yeah. obviously i'd become the boss like <laughs> but but like getting back home too, like I wouldn't, I would have to get back home late. Like mm-hmm. it would be like ten years. She's like, so no one has seen obviously this stuff ahead. Like yeah. times where traffic is so bad, I'm like, I can't come home. Like yeah. I'm gonna have to go to a friend's house, or I'm gonna have to just find somewhere to crash or whatever. So like now, nah, just like man, I constructed my life in a way, and it's funny because I think someone, um, apparently, I set up Pizza Side has said this thing that like the Lagos Happiness Index mm. is based off like. Based on how early you shock Ogoro. Sorry, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's based on proximity to mm. between office and home. I and he lives anywhere think, in the world, though. Like, literally, like, that's also like how I plan my life. But, but it's like, sharper in Lagos. Exactly, though. because it's, like a, a one hour commute in London is completely different from a one hour commute in Lagos. Yeah, in like, Lagos, one hour commute, it was supposed to be 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. 
but London, like, it's a proper hour and you get there in an hour with public transports. Like, like you're, we just you're remind- moving that entire hour. <laughs> exactly. You're moving exactly. <laughs> like, my former boss, because there was a point where he moved walking distance from the office and bro, like, man, that was one of the things I was like, yo, I need to run because this thing is too accessible. <laughs> like, he can be in the office on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. And I mean, we used to go into the offices on Saturday or Sunday, but I don't want you to be here when I'm here <laughs> on a Saturday or Sunday because yeah. this is just going to add. To it becomes work different. Because, yeah. Because like, you might be like, oh, let's discuss this. And I'm just like, oh, God, I wanted to spend one hour and I'm going to spend three hours. Yeah. Like, um, and then it was very easy to be like, oh, let's just meet in the office. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's convenient for you. It's not convenient for me. Yeah. No, but, yeah. honestly, I remember like leaving the office. There was a time, so me and my guy Dabs. We worked at FSDH. I lived in the Molly Phase 1. He lived in the Molly Phase 2. So we would actually carpool. So like on certain days, he would drive. On other days, I would drive. Um, but one thing we used to do at the end of the day is that we would go work at Ikoi Club before we headed home to like kill yeah. time so that like traffic would pass. Guy, traffic never passed. <laughs> traffic never, it didn't matter when we left to go to club we were still going to be in hold up and it's so funny because on the days when i was like i'm one of the i'm one of these people that like once i'm idle like i'll sleep like it doesn't take anything for me to sleep and so one day i realized that like every time i fell asleep like my guy was getting very passive aggressive it's like guy why are you leaving me in this traffic alone like what is this I can't lie. I can't lie. I relate to that because like Kemi does that shit a lot, and I'd be like, "Yo, guy, wake up!" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> driver, wake up! We're gonna go through this. Get that. Guy, don't you know, guy? I'm like, if you if you can't sleep when you are in the passenger, that's your that's your wala. Me, I'm a passenger princess, man. Like guy. <laughs> but you know, one time there was one there was one Christmas there was like false scarcity. So it was one of those ones. Maybe this was 2018, I think. If I remember correctly, it was like really bad for us guys. So it does bed. It used to take me six hours mm. to get to work. To get to work. Yeah. So to me it was that. So me it was yeah, that. normal. Yeah, because the is, they 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 like there how many filling stations on yeah. that road? So oh, yeah. like actually, first guys they yeah. block it like you couldn't move. So at this point, to me and I like this was when I was like, God, I'm so grateful that my brother was back for Christmas because he would what would do we go out together mm. and. In the car, in that morning, that six-hour traffic, we'll be switching. Mm. Uh, maybe one or two hours. You guys can even do yoga in between the switch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll drive for maybe one or two hours. I'm driving usually men, maybe moving, if you're lucky, 400 meters. Mm. But someone has alert to be able to do this. Yeah. And I would, okay, it's my turn to nap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, take your turn. And we did that thing like, uh, bro, I, I mean, I just, it's just like, God, if this thing happened like a week prior, you mean I'll be sitting in six hour traffic? Like, right. alone. Jesus. Be, there's no foil, so you can't even use AC. <laughs> <laughs> you just be burning your foil like in that traffic. Oh, but, but you see why, like, I'm on, like, Chris, I'm on the job ski. Like, I can't. I, don't, I can't jack by. There's too much work. I, I can't walk from Canada. I <laughs> love. Oh my God. If you move to Canada, you change my Canada. whole life. You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I could access you, like, easily, just pull up to your house. Ah, it's over for the rest of the podcasting industry. <laughs> It's already over for them. Yeah, next it's, year, already, it's we're, we're already killing them. It's like, fucking oh, done, it's been, man. It's done. I wanted to tell you, boss, I might, I might need to take a little break. 
when 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 no i want to write fiction like i need to i need to take a break to like figure that out just for the first six months of 2024 wait did you say you wanted to tell your boss or you wanted to tell you boys that's a me, me. No, my, I've been the boss. I thought you meant like your nine to five gig. <laughs> I mean, I was actually, my father saved me from like pretty much like my Richard Gear, like my creative Richard Gear when I was on the streets. Oh, okay, actually, when me out I, in I, the podcast. I, I, <laughs> okay, let's actually get into it. Let's, let's get into it. So, guys, like if you, I'm obviously you've been hearing Ada's voice this whole time. Um, Ada is. The writer and like sound designer on on Cultured, um, episode one dropped what two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Episode two dropping tomorrow. Episode yep. two dropping Monday. Episode one on this feed. So. Okay. Yeah, so episode yeah. two dropped yesterday. For you guys that are listening right now, somewhere on the road, just go check it out on Cultured. Um, first episode is called "What Is Afrobeats." Um, it was narrated, stroke hosted by myself, yours truly. Shout out to Antenna. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so ada is here with us today and yeah we just want to talk to ada about like the journey of creating that podcast her journey into like being a creative she also does a podcast called uncooked women um similar vibe to um uncultured scripted lots of like sound design and just, just cool vibes man so, history of food Basically, essentially, <laughs> history of food, but no ogogoro do just agege bread. Like, <laughs> yeah, we did an episode. It's not, it's not up anymore. But I think I, you know, you, you know, it's funny yeah, because you have all I had, episodes. I had all the episodes. Yeah. Like, I downloaded everything, and this, it, it, I don't know because if people listen and they listen, because like TMT was actually the first person that told us about cooked women. Like, he said it on this podcast, mm. and I went to get like listen to it oh, and then uh, obviously I, I me because i'm like i binge listen so i downloaded everything and then i think it was a point where you guys now deleted some stuff so it would be like i didn't listen to it immediately yeah. because it's like i would send you like something at intervals like you'd be like how do you still have this i was like oh yeah. shit like i downloaded this thing i was like this guy is but oh, that's how i knew that like i had to work in my work because like literally he opened his laptop and i saw like i was like how do you have the episodes from this was 2021 i'd be 2022 yeah. and he had episodes from 20. I was like, God, one thing like, about, how do you still? <laughs> one thing about Myra, he's going to archive some shit, man. He's going to archive. Oh my God. One of the first times I came to record, your dad had just given you the, the magazines yeah, or the newspapers yeah. and like just like stacks of newspapers like bound. I'm like, this nigga is a nerd. Yeah. My God. It's, it's yeah. fucking hilarious because Culture Custodian is such a fucking app name. Yeah. But I remember the time when Maya was launching Culture Custodian because we ha- he didn't tell me what it was about. He just posted like the rollout material. And so obviously I'm arting all willy-nilly thinking Culture Custodian, like the first thing that they're going to post is like, you know, one of those Benin bronze or like ivory faces <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and so when Maya launches and he launches with like a pop culture like article or whatever, I'm like, Maya, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I thought this was a museum. Like... <laughs> 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 but it actually is it, if you think about it my wife is literally a fucking museum <laughs> so wait when did you guys when did you guys meet um i want to say 2022 yeah it was last year yeah it was last year so it was top of last year yeah, it was top of last year my yeah. side was 
obviously I listened to Uncooked Woman. Yeah. And I really it. And mentally I was like, I need to work with this person because I really like this thing and I feel like we can we Make can do something together. together. Yeah. And randomly, I think I saw her Instagram. But then I'm always like wary of being like a creepy dude who just pops into someone's like messages without any especially prior. Yeah. Especially <laughs> Like it's 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 like I understand why. So yeah. I'm always I'm like, oh no, I don't want to do this. So I asked a mutual, like I looked through our mutuals, and I saw like, oh, Lyle was following. So I asked, I was like, Lyle, how do you know this babe? She's like, oh, Ada, she was in Kent with me, and we went to law school together. And the funny thing is, I was in Kent when Ada was there, but I was yeah. like, maybe in final year when she was in first year. So we actually never met. Yeah. yeah. But when Lyle said that. I was like, oh, I got my in. Fantastic. <laughs> so I think I followed her after a while. I didn't see anything. And then one day I was just like, okay, you're a dude. I'm sure if we look to the messages, I'm like, I really love your thing. And I really want to. So this was in end towards the end of 2021. Yeah. Like, I really love your podcast. And like, you know, I think we need to like work together. So let's like try and like meet up. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Cool. Whatever. And, um, no one said anything for a while. Then in January to last year, one of us now followed up on like, okay, when are we actually having this meeting? Because yeah. we I, I discussed it. I want to who that like, one of us was. Who was it? <laughs> it was probably me. It's probably me. Okay, it was <laughs> probably me. Yeah, Fair enough. Probably. Yeah. And then, and then she's like, okay, yeah, cool. So we agreed. We, we agreed to have a meeting, whatever. And then it's funny because we discussed this before. So like, obviously me, I thought I was coming to meet Ada. <laughs> And then I get there and there's a man with her. <laughs> Not a man. <laughs> there's a man with her. I don't see the thing. Is, again, because of what I was referencing, I understand why, you know, obviously, there's no one be trying to meet strange men without yeah. like an intermediary. Yeah. So obviously, it's like a three people meeting. And so it was Ada and her. Um, what do we call him in Nothing. this situation? Okay. The, the person she's that working guy. with. The person that she's working guy, with. I love it. I mean, <laughs> don't kill me and i mean we had like a it was a very i don't know how long we were there for i remember yeah. it was on a friday yeah. morning afternoon yeah. but we're there for hours and it was just us like essentially just geeking out about what we could do like yeah. the type of things like we liked and obviously the type of ambitions we had and it was so like because I, I think at that point I, and it's funny because i remember i called you after to be like oh yo i just had this conversation bro there were so many things that were said it's like oh, maybe we should join our companies like oh yeah no <laughs> i remember that i remember that oh maybe we should join our companies i could just like nah i don't think so i think <laughs> we should focus like maybe let's work on one project. i said focus like, focus I, on a product first <laughs> and, like, don't get too excited <laughs> i mean obviously that one i think i was just gas like yeah it was that initial gas, I think I would have definitely come off like that hype, like eventually. But it was just like, okay, you know what? There's so much like alignment here. Um, and then we did work on something which yeah. is not out, but it's probably touch wood, will probably come out this year or top of next year. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, we were just like essentially, okay, let's do this one first. Yeah. Then I think. Sometime last year, if I'm correct, it was in July because I think yeah. I was in London. At that text me, it's like, oh, can we talk? And at the time, I think I had like two or three hours to kill because I was literally just walking around like 
somewhere aimlessly. Damn, this, nigga, yes. this nigga was on his Bulu IAA. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, second person to say that to me today. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I was like, yeah, sure, let's talk. So she called me and she's like, okay, yeah, you know, she's living the situation. But that, um, obviously, we spoke. She, and said, like, she said, Myra, remember that bodyguard that came that first time? And <laughs> <laughs> I get out the picture. Yeah, so she was like, oh, she's living the situation. Mm. But that, like, obviously, you know, she would like us to work on something together. So me, I'm like, I mean, I'm happy. But on one hand, I'm like, because for me, both of you have become my guys. Mm. So I obviously knew there would be some form of, like, awkwardness. Mm. Or some, f- and I, I mean, I didn't want it. To, yeah, I didn't want it to seem like I had essentially calmed and just like you know, harvested, <laughs> <laughs> no. like descent, and then just was like, okay, I'm going to pluck this one and I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think that was it. It was like, okay, we need to work together, but we just didn't know what it was going to be. Yeah, then. We were, I think, going back and forth, thinking about it. And we're just like, okay, you know what? Why don't we do a show like this? Um, and I think what that show has now done is it's now become like a proof of concept of yeah. all the things we can do going forward. Because like now, which is what we were talking about earlier, because me, I'm gassed right now. Like, I'm, I've am i already started. I don't how gassed are you? Cause, cause, <laughs> because, see, trust me, I understand that my wife is gassed. Me too, I'm gassed. But I, I just want to make sure that you're equally as gassed. <laughs> I'm, I'm gassed, but like I said, I have, I want to write a bunch of things. Yeah. So that's just like, it's a long term. It's a long, that's what I've realized about creativity as well. It's like, oh my, things take time. Yeah, like it, took fact, us, it took us. It took this, us the whole of this. Bro, this was well. this was supposed to be four months. Like when my one, I did everything and we calculated everything. It was supposed to be just four months, and it's like, nah, it actually takes so much time. And if you don't allow it to like just it, it wasn't going to be this. Yeah, if we didn't like, it, it wouldn't have been this if we tried to rush it. Like you recorded yeah. that episode in December, in December. when yeah, you were in like, yeah. yeah. So like, think of how long obviously it's been in yeah. editing you had to for yeah yeah like so that's the thing i'm not i'm not i'm not like i don't feel the need to do something and get it out but it's yeah. just i mean i'm gonna say it here because i think i'm at that point where i don't even hold in anything in i'm going to say it and i'm going to do it mm. and everyone is going to watch us <laughs> do, do it. it but when we spoke like one of the things we always wanted to do was a true crime podcast yeah mm. And, um, that's something that I've started conceptualizing. Like, it's like uh, in some group chats, I mean, shout out, um, that name doesn't, that group chat doesn't have a name. So I'm not going to, but yeah. the person, that, people that, that sounds like a dangerous group chat. What do you, <laughs> what do you mean? The, people, the true crime group chat doesn't have a name. <laughs> the, people, the people, the people involved know, but essentially it's just me. Like, because I'm just in my notes app, mm-hmm. like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. But the two things I want to do next year, podcast wise, like in terms of this thing, I want to do a true crime podcast and I want to do like a business world style podcast. And it's just so convenient that in the week where I was thinking about this thing heavily, Dangote and Boa started their own again. I said, ah, <laughs> this is the world. This is alignment. This I'm is dead. Dead. <laughs> exactly. This is what you need to do. So, and again, in terms of alignment, randomly, there's this guy who hits, who like connected me on LinkedIn this week. And then I'm like, bro, this guy would be perfect to write this business 
wars type thing because yeah. it's like a business mm-hmm. all that so I, I entered his deal I was like bro I better send me your number I'm going to call you because yeah, I have something to just <laughs> he sent me the number I haven't called him but I will call him because yeah. in all the things it's like I am I'm I'm in the process of just like because I know this has it's been very validating yeah because um like it took us so long to work on it and I mean obviously sometimes it's like okay shit we only have like five or six episodes like we're gonna get like a to a run for each one mm-hmm. what comes next mm-hmm. but the way things have happened has been like a no give, give me a sec actually give me one second because this is the perfect moment for this i actually just remembered right now but my uncle um yeah he texted me yesterday and he said hey shia how goes it your dad shared a link to your uncultured podcast first edition and i enjoyed it tremendously i have huge gaps in my afrobeats education in spite of he says his first daughter, his daughter's name and his son's name's best efforts. And this episode helped. I'm looking forward to more knowledge and trust you enjoyed making the show. All the best. Have a great weekend and cheers. Uncle, his name. I love that. And he, I love that. obviously my dad's <laughs> age in his sixties, like, you know what I'm saying? I, and you know, you know, one of the most validating things for me, yeah. when I posted it on LinkedIn, my mom commented this week, fantastic, nice content. <laughs> I said, <laughs> Thanks, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> like when I got that email, I, I, was, I, was, that. I was like, because it's funny because I actually played it for them. Yeah. But I don't think, because I went to pick them up from the airport the day it came out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, you guys have to listen to this thing. I just think as we're like, yeah, we just came back. Yeah, from they just America. came back from America. <laughs> Say back from like, America. <laughs> right. But then my dad, because he, he was listening to it, he was like, I mean, he tuned out her points but like he was like i get the gist like it's really it's really good yeah but obviously my mom always like my mom is very supportive so my mom will always gonna like listen to it even if she doesn't understand <laughs> and the thing is the thing is because my mom is one of like my mom consumes a lot of content like she'd be sit. To, my brother and i were talking about this thing she sits on youtube mm. yeah she's watching taiwan you know she's watching it's the only thing i think she doesn't watch or she hasn't reached yet but everybody she knows what they are doing like she'll send me i'll get random messages like you need to release more content like <laughs> you need to get your subscriber do this you need to do that and i'm like mom we're working on it i love that <laughs> but but yeah it's been being able to obviously because my parents can't listen to some my roach I mean, like I mean, they, they they can, but they need their um, their heart medication on standby. <laughs> yeah, they can. It's like the day one day when um, the JRV episode happened, and my mom was seeing people say "Ogunpone Songolu" on Twitter. I don't think she knows that that's my Instagram handle. And she said, "Call me." She said, "Okay, you know, all this stuff has to stop. Like, you can't like be having people respond this." She's able like, to Ogun must punish him, but like. <laughs> You can't just be saying it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're correct. <laughs> I, 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 what like moments have you, like, so obviously I just shared like my uncle, my wife, his parents, like what, what moments have you kind of like have given you like, you know, fulfillment since, since that episode has dropped? Honestly, um, I guess from my end, everyone, all my friends already knew that I was doing Uncooked Women. Yeah. So this was just like, our trajectory so they're just like oh we're really proud of you i think for me it's been seen i've never had um this platform before you know i've never had like my work actually go this far in any respect like i guess internationally maybe like with food writing but that's an audience i can't really connect to yeah it's very niche it's abroad it's america 
and it's international. I don't really feel, I've never really felt like I had that community in Nigeria. Yeah. But like now with it, it's like, oh, wow. Like this is what it means to like be plugged into the local scene. And it's just been very affirming to like hear it from people that like I respect because we worked with so many people. Like even like coach, coach texted me that like when everything came together, that like it was so amazing. I'm like, that means so much because, you know, I like, should tell you what Anita said to me the oh. day after I came out. And she was like, nah. And the thing is, for context, I met Anita in, Ab- in Abuja in June. Mm. And I was telling her how I had this podcast that we're working on. Mm. Da, 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 da. And she was like, I, know, I don't really think there's a market for podcasts. And I said, I'll just send you the first two episodes. Mm. Just listen to it. Tell me what you think. Since the first two episodes, mm. the next morning she had done a concept note for like what we could do. I love that for like a, a new mm. format. Like, mm. and I was like, "Do you know what this means?" That mm. you just listen to me with that open mind, and you were like, "This is so good that like you can you need to be able to do obviously more or whatever." Yeah. But then when this now came out again, she now said to me, she, and I mean she listened to it, so she knew what was coming, and she talks she's like a talking head on one of the episodes she was like what can we do to get this podcast to number one because the whole like everyone needs to hear it and i'm like we're working i still like i still can't get like it's like it's crazy yeah yeah Yeah. the the buying is crazy man and like that i can imagine how validating that was to get like notes bro like i didn't like i expected something but i definitely didn't expect and it's funny because we had like there was tension between us maybe like the 10 days before it came yeah. out because <laughs> like there was certain about, things that no no wait, wait no my aunt's here from my dad's pure <laughs> and that talks to me about this tension it's like my wife was like just put this thing out just put it out like where with your you're crossing so many eyes just i completely redesigned the first episode completely redid the sound design of the first episode because your episode was the first yeah so you're you're really you were the guinea pig by the time we had reached episode five we had a completely different yeah. like it was so much more theatrical so much more cinematic whereas mm. your first episode Lena. so the focus was on the words i still hadn't clocked that it was about the listening experience like yeah even like i know when we started like i would tell my wife like i know this word is better but it's not about the words it's about how it sounds yeah like about like the entire listening experience. I don't like, remember like so- the recording process of like having to like fine tune things into like more speaky where it's like it was more conversational as opposed to like yeah. Because we were right, we were literally rewriting it while we were, while we were recording, recording because yeah, they're yeah. like, okay, this doesn't it does, let's, yeah. let's, let's do this. Yeah. But yeah, like um it was the type of thing where basically, yeah, it was like, okay, we need to get this thing out because we had a like a rollout, a rollout date. Out, yeah. And then I was still crossing eyes and dotting. Uh, so we ended up fa- we ended up falling behind yeah. it, and then it was like I don't even remember. Like there was just like okay, but I think what it was was both of us were nervous, but yeah. we were expressing it in different ways yeah. about how it was going. Like <laughs> my one wanted to get it done and over with, and like I yeah. wanted to like delay it so as long as possible. <laughs> Exactly. And then the thing is, once it was done, it's not like, okay, oh shit, like, (laughs) ah, like, what if it's cricket? Like, what if it's cricket? Like, I think that, yeah, yeah, like, like, I knew it would never, the thing is that I knew that it was solid. Like, I knew that nobody could listen to it and say, this is not solid. But then you're still, like, kind of scared a little bit. But then I just kind of trusted, I guess for me, I trusted everything that had brought us together. Because yeah. I was like, right from the first recording, and it was, again, 
Why was I? He doesn't want, want to look like, oh, he came on her best. But like, Loki, because basically, the day that we did that first recording at your house, um, the first recording, because my one and I moved from DM to an actual recording in like three months. And in that time, like you can imagine, I had been working with somebody for one year that we couldn't even cut one episode in like six months. Wow. So... Yeah, it was crazy. But then, so things we mind were going so seamlessly and we were like at the final stage. Literally, I was about to come to your site to record. And then my wife gets a call from me that, yeah, I'm not doing this. Like, I can't. This is so... Because essentially, the person I was working with had frustrated me again. Um, and I just... It's just now I realized that like it was intentional. Like, that's what he used to do. Not just to me, but like everybody. Like, it was always a production day or like recording day that he would like fuck up your shit. So I called my wife. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not coming for this recording. And my wife just told me that, look, Ada, it's you and I that have been working on this thing since. Like, don't let anybody take it away from you. Just come through. And then he gave the phone to Kemi. And Kemi was like, yeah, fuck that nigga, come through. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. And then, yeah, I came through and it was just the crazy Are we talking about chemistry. like the episode that we did together? No, 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 no. no, no, no you no. know, you, 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 I mean, again, I'm not, there's no need. I'm going to say what things are. So when we, when we first met, the first mm. thing we said we wanted to do was like something that just basically documented Nigerian stories. Yeah. Mm. So you listened to it. Oh, yes, I think yes. We, the, the one with the mic in the middle of the room and multiple people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. where we we're like, okay, you know what we're gonna what we're gonna do is we're gonna buy small shops, we're gonna buy drinks, yeah. we're gonna invite a bunch, invite of, a bunch of people, people cool people, have yeah. like prompts, yeah. um, and we're gonna basically tell make people tell stories. Yeah. And we're gonna mic this room up and we're gonna essentially cut it like yeah. for podcast material. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was and really good story, by the way. And there's, yeah. one that's story that, there's one story that I'll never leave me. Oh, it's still coming. Oh, fantastic. Okay. I'll, I'll that, like, it, it's, I'm not like, we didn't do all this hard work for, for things nothing. not to come to out. Shelved. Like, so <laughs> yeah, even if it's, it's de- de- again, delay is not denial. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's delayed, it's going to come because, yeah. um, it's being worked on. So yeah, we were like, okay, you know, we're going to do this. I think we got like three hours worth of content yeah. and we okay so there's a process of okay filtering which stories are we going to use some stories are a bit too graphic some stories are like a bit too you know it just doesn't maybe fit and then i think there's been one or two episodes that have been actually no a couple have been caught because yeah, i know at least eight have been because yeah because i have them i have them on yeah. my laptop and i think we just eight wanted to episodes? have a bit more jesus i bet send those to me man but, but, yeah. Um, but yeah that's what we were working on um nice. and yeah the recording was so seamless like i even like i think i was i was shocked at how good the recording was like i didn't i expected the recording to be good but like just how open everyone i can't like shout out to joyce for that one sure yeah shout, joyce yeah, was, yeah, yeah shout out to shout joyce, out to for joyce. That one. she really set the like the emotional temperature of the room yeah. like she really has she's she's that type of person she's very even her music very, man you can tell like she's yeah, like yeah very joyce is a very interesting i'm i'm low-key beefing her now i'm dead yeah <laughs> she's fucking annoying but like she knows it's all over so. but like I'm the, you, guys heard, be- you guys heard it here first Sarah and Roach <laughs> <laughs> podcasting beef podcasting wars <laughs> but it's all love but still cause Joyce doesn't listen to music she just listens to I ask her all the time what do you listen to she's like the world I'm like bitch that is so <laughs> She's like she listens to like just um, ambient sound, yeah. birds, rain, everything that like that makes sense. Though. Yeah, that that's that's, that's how that, she. 
actually yeah. makes sense. Because I kept asking her, like, what artists inspire? She's like, no, not really. I'm like, oh, more Chris's or something else. Anyways. It's probably inspired by Morgan Freeman because, like, now that you talk about it, like, Joyce's, like, her music is kind of mm. like a narration of life, like literally, and yeah. even the like the instrumentals are very like stripped down. Yeah. A, a piano here, some strings here, yeah. like very light percussions. You're crazy. Lots I wish she was making design. more music. See, a lot of the sound design was very much inspired by like just hours spent with Joyce at my house because you know she lived in a jazz. She lives yeah. in a jazz world, so yeah. she would just come through and then we just spend hours sound designing and just watching her. Yeah. So I can't even like influences powerful shout out to you joyce fuck <laughs> you still but. I'm uh, so i don't yeah, no, fr- sorry go ahead no she didn't give me my episode anyways <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say what was your first um creative outlet like what's the first thing you remember like making or creating or writing whatever Ever she, probably wrote, she probably wrote erotica as a teenager no erotica stop <laughs> no she's about that life <laughs> Please, I tell you, confidence. <laughs> I'm dead. Tell me, dad, that's written erotica. Okay, no. <laughs> Man. You're one nigga, suck your tools now. You're into it. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was probably poetry inspired by my feelings for. Because I used to. So I didn't. I used to beat people up. <laughs> that, was, that was my. That was I seen like. My first outlet violence. Mm. Pure, but it was always niggas. It was always niggas. I, I actually can relate. I can relate to that. Actually. And it was always niggas. Like when you have all I mean, that. Yes, yeah, oh, when, yes, you can relate to that. Are you, you a first that, child by any chance? To, no, I'm not. But I'm a first daughter. I'm a first daughter. Okay, so Sanada. Okay. Sanada. Oh, similar. Similar. oh true, uh, yeah. true. I should have clocked that. So we need. Okay, no, it wasn't you. Mm. Naomi. We still need to do that, actually. Naomi is XCC, but she listens to this podcast religiously, uh, and she had an idea for a series on First Daughters. It was going to be Chronicles Ooh, of Ada. Chronicles of Ada. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Naomi, you, wait, wait, as you're listening to this, text me, text me, text me. We need to make that happen. Well, yeah, Still. man. I was worrying. I used to. I was on ten. I loved. Like I chipped the nigga's tooth one time when I was promised school in Kenya. Like he, like he insulted my best friend. I got on top of him. Chip tooth. And that's when I learned that, like, men respond to dominance. Mm. Like, that nigga never respected <laughs> me or her ever again. And he never said a word. That nigga became a simp. That nigga became a simp. Like, so, that's oh. so, but yeah, I couldn't... And his, uh, his origin stories... <laughs> but, like, <laughs> took off when I never brushed him. <laughs> it was My a white days. guy, too. Reparations, oh, I love man. that. Uh, shout out to you, Liam. Like, uh, uh, fuck you, but shout out to you. You say his name is Liam. <laughs> Liam, yeah. I'm dead. Yeah. That's how I'm, fucking. That's yeah, why Liam needs to start to walk around fucking at night trying to kill a black person for no reason. <laughs> that's his own origin story. Easy. <laughs> 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 But yeah, man, you can't be beating niggas up. Um, apparently. So that's what they told me as I was growing up. So I needed a new outlet. So I started writing poetry. Nice. Um, that was like, yeah, that was like some of the first creative stuff I did. Then just kind of forgot about it because, you know, Nigerian parents, you can write, you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to do. So hadn't written creatively in a very, very, very long time. 
Then was doing my master's in LA. Randomly took a food journalism class. Mm, I was like, food that. journalism. Nothing these Uyghur people will not fucking do. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me just do it. Um, ended up loving it and then pitching it. And yeah, that's kind of, that was it. And I was like, yeah, I'd always wanted to write though. I always knew I was a writer. Um, yeah, it just, it took a while to to how, own it. How do you feel about and, being um, Not be scared of doing things badly. How do you feel about being a stereotypical Nigerian lawyer, a Nigerian millennial lawyer that like is not a creative? Like, <laughs> how does that make you feel? It makes me feel like a statistic. Like, a statistic. <laughs> like I wish I was like, man, because I just wish, I wish I knew that you could do something different. Like, I wish I had just failed. Yeah. But like, I was too scared of failing. Like, I like books too much. Like, I just, I'm, I'm too academic validation is my thing. So no, I, I hear you. This thing just means more school. It just means more fucking. Yeah, yeah, it like, just means more uh, school. So it's just like, so I was just like, let's get this minimum. Let's get the fuck like. No, honestly, because yeah. I remember, I remember like choosing a career. Like, I was heavily influenced by like the path that I had seen, which was go to a top-rated school. My dad went to Imperial College, so go to a top-rated school work for like a multinational type thing, just put your head down and work your ass off and you'll be able to at least have a comfortable life. And so obviously like that's what I was doing in uni, like doing a stereotypical like business stroke digital course, not even really exploring. It was in my final year and I realized I could have actually taken courses like audio production, um, beat making you know like all these things that like i took random as elective like american history you know what i'm saying i could have taken all these other things but my mind didn't even like expand to that point and it reminds me also so i just got my confirmation for my um canadian citizenship last week and it felt like a very surreal moment for me <laughs> thank you <laughs> officially job skied you, yeah. can, you can come back now. See, yeah, I, come I, back. I, I, I feel like God sent you to tell me that. Your work is done. Come I'm the, your, my watch has your, ended. Your family <laughs> missed you. No, no, literally, that's why I sent you to the group chat. Like, my watch has ended, man. No, but for real, I was thinking about how like a lot of the like decisions I have made over the past multiple couple years or whatever have been around securing this piece. So I remember graduating university, really wanting to like work in radio or work in some sort of like audio production or like sort of creative thing. And I couldn't because one, the pay was fucking shit. And two, yeah, <laughs> you needed to work in a particular like job type to qualify for PR. So like have an office job, you know what I'm saying? That paid decent so that you could also pay taxes and just all that so like obviously head down nine to five blah 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 now we're here but yeah definitely feels good and it's been very validating because i'm always i do somewhere on the road but i haven't always posted the creative stuff that i do on linkedin even though like one of my goals on linkedin is kind of like post jokes and i kind of started doing that sort of kind of however I've never really posted like any of my creative exploits in quotes on LinkedIn, but this show that we did together, like is easily like one of my most interacted with posts um, on LinkedIn because it's just so fucking good. 
but also it's PG as fuck. So thank oh, you. Fucking lot. Lot. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. Honestly, with your haircut, you you and Digi look like proper twins. It's crazy. <laughs> Everyone it's says this when I. But you know, it's funny because I, I I realize the age difference between you guys. Like maybe a week or two ago, there was just one year. Yeah, that like it's not it's like that, eighteen. I was like, I was like oh, what? The, like I thought, I don't know, maybe because Tommy and I is like it's five years. So I, I, I yeah, ah. it's, yeah, it's like a very short one. I was like, oh, interesting. Literally, yeah, so like all our yeah, putting put in work for the fine boy. I'm dead, not the fine boy community. Don't kill me. <laughs> no, but it's also so funny how like growing up. Well, first of all, obviously genes, but like just growing up in the same environment, in the same, like you grew up in the same environment, but like your parents could be different people or it could be a different house, depending on like the type of like gap between you and your sibling. But me and Deji, mm-hmm. similar age, our parents were the same when they were raising us at the same stages and it's and like all our interests are the same. The only difference is that he's able to sit down and read books and I can't. That's literally the only difference between both of us, man. He's religious. Mm, yes, yes. He's a Christian father of four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but but yeah, it, it, it also yeah. kills me how, like, basically everyone just thinks they're the same person. And yeah. I'm like, I mean, maybe because I was like, me, I can tell the difference. Like, obviously, yeah, they do sound like they're brothers or like they, are, they sound alike. But Somebody like, it, literally commented, um, that they thought it was Digi doing the voiceover. Yeah, there was someone. Yeah, there was yeah. someone in the. I mean, Digi, yeah. don't worry, you guys. They just doing one episode, so you, yeah. you you get to like, um, tickle that itch, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> don't tickle that itch. <laughs> nah, shout out Digi. Digi is the third. That's the third fine man I've seen in Lagos since I've come back. Yeah. Not third. Keep track. Don't that's kill me. Yeah, the only three. Not the third. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> the only three. See, that's crazy, man. <laughs> Yeah. What is she done on that list? He's not on that list. <laughs> He's not on that list. My why you disgust me. <laughs> man, yeah, the only He's <laughs> just No, but shout yeah. shout out to Shay. Shout out all three of them. I can't wait. I can't wait for those yard parties, man. Those yard parties are going to be so epic. <laughs> Someone said to me that and it's like ah, that is, this because like you know when they come for you guys it's TMT they're gonna hold all those studio songs. <laughs> <laughs> nah man, we, we, I, was, I was like yo. They invite us to perform live at the Rocks, man. Um, my name is Omar Leko. I am APC guy. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you guys intend to continue doing the podcast? So much mm-hmm. as long as possible. Interesting, interesting. Why you want to bring it to an end? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean in the beginning, I was kind of, you know, just in general hitting on anything that niggas do. Uh, I I was like, hmm, big, big, big. But then, like I said, you guys have evolved into like more. I just think it's so interesting. I feel like the value out of your show is three niggas that have managed to stay friends in this crazy, crazy world and make time to literally just once a week. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that's super thing for a lot of people or a lot of men actually like that need that. We know the problem. You know, that's why we're not blown, blown. Mm. 
Okay. It's because we're men. <laughs> <laughs> and it's men that listen to this shit. <laughs> Which is funny, bro. If it was if, if it was women, you would feel more of the community. No, but more. Yeah, like, I mean, according to, like, the 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 stats well, in the back, I, more women listen to this podcast than men, actually. I feel like it's probably a recent thing because the emotional element is now coming out. Maybe. But the thing is, I don't doubt that. But then the thing is, there's a way women carry things they do on their head. Yeah. That's so my roots is just, like, bro, every day is three niggas talking. Yeah, like, no, no, nobody <laughs> Career. There's nothing interesting in that story. Three straight your <laughs> like, <laughs> like this guy's idea of crisis is that eh, one of them has decided to be a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I'm like, dead. Like yeah, that's I need one of you the guys to act like maybe I don't know, man. You guys so what what do you think? What what can you add something? Do you want this to blow blow? Are you saying that? I'm, are you saying perfect, this, this I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. I think, I think it's, yeah, I think it's perfect. Fine I won't lie, though. Like, if Samaris could pay my bills and I could live <laughs> in Lagos, that would be epic as fuck, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we want that. And I think yeah. there's a future where... But, um, I think also there's just, like, an element of authenticity. Like, I love yeah. the fact that every time when we have... Um, sponsors like you know, you don't have to clean up anything. Mm. <laughs> Maybe like it's just like you. This is how we are. Like I remember once, like Kemi was listening to us on a on a sponsor call, and we were like, you know, the brand is unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would you say that? I was like, bro, but that is what it is, and they know that's why they're coming. So if they're coming, like that's what they're why. expecting. Like you can't. Um, yeah, Ojo to go and buy a do here. I'm screaming. <laughs> like, you're going to take it as we give. But yeah. Um, what's up? So I was going to say, Ada, so um, your fiction writing coming up next year, do you have any idea, like, what kind of topics you want to explore? Um, so what you want to Eventually, yes. So what, this, like this period, what are you doing? Is it short stories? This period is short stories aiming to be in literary magazines. Nice. I like awards. That's my problem. Yeah, your book will win awards. Okay. And we'll talk, Sha. We'll I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> the magazines are doing, like, maybe mm. do a collection and then, like, have it where you can essentially, maybe then you cannot be putting, like, the odd, like, um, story in this mm. magazine. But, like, okay. man, sell it, sell it, sell it. But we'll see, Sha. Let, let me. Yeah, how to write it first. I need to just be bad at it first, and then and I, to, I also need to figure out the genre I'm writing. Yeah, uh, yeah, lots of decisions, lots of decisions, lots of decisions. But I'll figure it out, sure. No, you probably write American Psycho like Lego style. Maybe I've start, <laughs> I did start something. It was called Fates versus Stockfish Stuff, right? So, <laughs> Sorry, say that again. Sorry. <laughs> Fates versus Stockfish Stuff, right? State versus Stockfish Stuff, right? I love. That. Yeah, because the nigga didn't. Same nigga that saw the same nigga that saw my tools made stir fry with stockfish. I love that. I love that. It's so funny. <laughs> I mean, this is we established that this nigga was sick. 
like because the day the day the day like the day you were here we were discussing like this talking to us thing again this is like obviously something that wasn't recorded so it's not for you guys listening pleasure <laughs> but that was like this man likes it like he tells her to make it like extra musty for him <laughs> like, like, <laughs> we hadn't gotten to that level he was saying that he yeah. like he was giving me his preferences like he likes a little parmesan on it yeah. <laughs> No fuck on I was like, shit. Like, I came here to get my tool sock. I didn't know you went to all that. Like, goddamn, <laughs> shit. But like, I did get my tool sock though. So. I like, made you stockfish stir fry. You made me stockfish stir fry. How was the stockfish stir fry? It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that like, if he had called the village rice, because again, I'm not like, yeah, I'm not that type of person. Like, if he had called the village rice, cool. You make concoction rice. Yeah. Come, like, I, I'm not. I'm not. Oh my god, I took a stockfish. No, but like. Don't call it stir fry. If you're calling it stir fry, I'm expecting some <laughs> soy sauce vibes. <laughs> nah, bro. Did, 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 he, did, did he describe it as stockfish stir fry? He described this. He didn't describe it. He, he called it stir fry. Stir fry, yeah. But, like, yeah. but he made it with stockfish. That's crazy. I know you guys were having fun. I could hear in bits you guys were having so much fun. The formal was crazy, man. Like, <laughs> No, but also it was funny yeah, that, it was funny, it was funny that he asked like the yeah. question you asked you asked it with a, with a straight face like I actually like found that funny like you're like was it good? yeah <laughs> no because no, honestly like yeah I, I mean like yeah. because one thing about me was, like I'm down to try anything like I actually get insulted about this in my household but like, <laughs> just like guy you're down to put anything in your mouth it's Wait, when you say your household, do you mean your household as part no, no, your no, parents or your household? My girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a problem. Like yeah, it's like that's not your poison. Yeah, that was hilarious. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know why he tries to do that because cooking is not a thing for me. Like I don't expect men to. Yeah. Straight, even though I talk about it, it's like you don't get points for knowing how to cook. Yeah. Me generally. Like whatever. I have a confession. No, but I, 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 I see. Yeah. I see why he would have. He would have thought that. Well, yeah, but like I'm not. It's not that deep. Like, yeah, yeah it's not that deep. I, I was gonna say I have a confession. Like <laughs> I screenshots like mm-hmm. almost all your like salad bowls. Like every single <laughs> one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just ask about the recipe. <laughs> yeah. No, the recipes are there. Like, like you post them, and so I. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, you know, when the guys can cook, they always have the personality, and that shit is so annoying. Oh my god! No, I no they know you as a nigga that can. Oh my god! And just like you know, I remember I, I had weeks ago with a chef, and she was like, "There's a point apparently, like she felt the nigga was making her fat because he didn't want other people to be attracted to her." I was screaming. <gasps> Yeah, niggas will do that. That's men math. <laughs> like, you said, men math. Men math. Men math. Men math too. Men math. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. I love that. <laughs> Shout out Poppy, man. Shout out that nigga. Charlie Shout Poppins. out Charlie Poppins. <laughs> Charlie Poppins. <laughs> man. Shout out that guy. That nigga said... Nah, like after Terry G. That's my I, artist of the year. That is my same, yeah, same, my of the same. Year. That all that shady vibes stuff you guys were on. No. I mean, I never felt it. See, but Charlie, po- Charlie that nigga Poppy, needs Charlie what, he means what he's saying. That's my artist of the when year. When that nigga said another MVND side, I'm like, what, 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 what? I don't know what it means, but like, what? No, yeah. that, that's actually so, that's- so funny because I think my last tweet was definitely Charlie Poppy lyrics, and let's go find it. It was. <laughs> It was um, 
the lifestyle course. Now you know, no, the lifestyle course. Philosophy. You guys know what pepelini is. <laughs> no, a clue. Bro, I don't. Uh, I, I, like, Cocaine? No, no. Pepelini is, is it? You know when, like, you know when Sapa is hitting you, boosted, but you want to smoke loud. Boosted. And so you smoke loud, but you roll the loud mm-hmm. as skinny as possible. That skinny joint <laughs> is called the pepelini. Did you hmm. just say motion love? Now, on those days, struggle days, when I did have money. I'm dead. You have, it makes the Canadian with the motion love. Not the Please motion stretch. love, don't kill I me. am <laughs> loud. Nah, no, but be- part, nobody ever I'm, smoking motion love. I'm dead, but before we go, before we go, I'll tell you guys a but, story. I'll be making you, yeah. <laughs> you making me stop yourself, Abby. <laughs> right. I'm dead. <laughs> It was just one time. Oh, oh my god. It was just the one time. No, no, but before we go, I'll tell you guys I'll tell you guys a story about I, I probably told the story before, but I'll tell you guys a story about buying loud on the mainland. So one day, like during my NYC I was trying to buy loud. Um, but I couldn't go to the island. It was just long. It was like a Friday or whatever. Um, and I decided to hang out with my guys in the Mole. So I, I'm looking for loud and somebody tells me, oh, guy, I have loud for you now. Come buy loud on mainland. So originally I was like, okay, calm. Like I'll go to GRA or Maryland to pick up this loud. I want to know. The guy told me that the dealer is in Ojodu Bega. First red flag. I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess it would do bigger. I told the guy, man, I want five k loud, man, because I didn't want to. Like I knew it was a risk I was taking, so I didn't want to invest too much. Anyway, this guy gives me the five. <laughs> this guy gives me the five k loud, like in a in a little baggy. It's already grounded up. Second red flag. I'm like, why is this thing ground? Like, give me a nog. You know what I'm saying? The guy now goes on to say, Ah, oh my god, this thing where they sell you more. No smoke on by us. No smoke on me alone, no. <laughs> No smoke, I'm alone. Add add tobacco inside. Add tobacco inside. Last part, like <laughs> the guy said, I should step it down. I said, I, I was insulted. I should have taken that as a red flag, but I was insulted. My toxic masculinity. I was like, me, I'm coming from Canada where I'm smoking Canadian loud on a steady. You're telling me to mix this your Jodu Bega weed. That fuck out of here, man. So I didn't listen to this guy. I went home. I rolled this because it was five k and it was a small quantity. I rolled it. But I put SK inside. Instead of stepping it down with tobacco, I stepped it down with SK. <laughs> so basically, another strain. Really? <laughs> 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 oh, for real, man. Then I rolled this thing up. I went to go hang out with my guys at the neighborhood bar. It's called Mama's Place. I get there. I realize there are like three niggas at the table. I'm like, ah. Talking what? about neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? No, stop now. Did I say pub? What did I say? You said neighborhood bar. Oh, bar. No, it was a bar. Now, stop now. It was beer parlor, but it was a bar. It was a bar. <laughs> I think it was a local pub. Joints talking about some local bar. So I went drinking, eating fish, and they gave me stock stir fry. I mean, stock fish stir fry. <laughs> 
so so I get oh, there. Man. I see my guy. I peep through the gate. I see my guys. They're sitting. They're sitting in the patio. By the way, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they're sitting there. They're chilling. <laughs> I realize. I realize there's three of them at the table. I'm like, oh, more. That's four months to this one joint. Like, I'm not sharing this. <laughs> so i'm like yo man i won't smoke this thing by myself man so i stepped to the side i sparked this thing this thing was smelling like rubber i was like oh my god <coughs> This was the fifth red flag. But when I tell you, I was like, man, I I spent 5K of my hard-end NYC Alawi on this beat. <laughs> I'm going to smoke this shit. Um, I smoked this thing. Then I entered. I went to go sit down with my friends. Um, I have never been so silent in my life. <laughs> I didn't say a word for an hour and 30 minutes because I was so fucking high. And uncomfortably high like it was a type of high where like it felt like i was drowning it felt like my lungs were full of water and i was gasping for air at every second but obviously Mm. because like toxic masculinity i can't especially after i refuse to share with my friends i can't like act out so i'm sitting very still but because i'm fighting for my life i'm not saying a word and i'm just just a fucking mental battle and then the worst thing happens um Travis Scott's antidote video, which is like one of the trippiest videos ever, comes on the TV. And when I tell you, I literally got transported into that video. It was not until that video was done that my trance was over. And I finally confessed to my friends. I was like, guys, man, I know I've been quiet for this long. But like, <laughs> I smoked this joint outside without it. That's when everybody was not like, guy, we were like, what's happening? Why is this guy not talking? Like... Bro, literally, man. Like, I almost lost my life because of 5K, man. 5K colors. <laughs> uh, no, I was smoking that Michelin O. Robert Ayakush. Bro, I was smoking Christmas tree. Legit. That shit looked, that shit looked <laughs> and burnt like Christmas tree, man. Damn, that frankincense. Frankincense. <laughs> It's funny because I don't I don't smoke, but like edib- I was going to say that's so e- edibles like edibles. um edibles. Yeah, so it's like is edibles are like but the times where like I'll do edibles and guy like everything you're saying like you know once I remember for instance I was watching a football game but it was mute. <laughs> yeah, so I was off I was off my face and watching this thing and I remember it was like I saw Fulham last year, so it was. They scored for us one nil, and then we Arsenal came back and won two one. But but I didn't even understand what was going on. Then at a point, someone started playing music, and bro, I started hearing things in like songs I listened to forever that yeah, I never, never heard before. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I need to limit this to once a quarter. <laughs> like I can't, I can't be doing life like just you know, just out of it now and then. Uh-huh. But yeah. Nah, I feel you, man. My advice is Kimatabet. Kimatabet. You are a nasty nigga, man. It's Kimatabet. Don't say Ada, before we go, do you want to share one advice with us? Shall I accept those games? Don't stop fried fish or whatever the hell. Who like it now? 
That is my vibe. Yeah, like, no, no matter what. You say you love a nasty, nasty nigga. Oh, damn. I love her. You are so nasty. You are so real for us. My wife, it's not your place to say that. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> the things I've heard from my dad's mouth. I didn't, wow. know, I didn't know people used to do such. You see, no. why, why, you see why you're the messiest of them all? Ibo <laughs> women. You understand? Because I haven't even told anything. I haven't even told Mary anything major. I'm just like, the it's not even. The messiest of them all. Shout out, nasty niggas. Shout out, nasty niggas. Shout out. Shout out, nasty Shout out, women that disrespect men back. Uh, <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Because yeah, niggas yeah. always, niggas yeah. always start some shits if you keep it real. Yeah. Um, shout out the nigga that was sucking my toes. Fuck you and your sister-in-law, bitch. You bird-chested bitch. Damn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you bird-chested toe guzzling bitch. Um, Wait, what's she sucking your toes to? <laughs> I feel like this is this is an episode of Queen Radio. This is what this feels like. <laughs> <laughs> it's an episode of Queen Radio right here, man. <laughs> nah, fuck that. Fuck that Winnie the Pooh ass nigga that thought he could sabotage me. It's like I told you then, little nigga, I will always be the bigger dick. Boom. You are just a man. You have to work with what you got. A by curious bitch like me can always buy a bigger strap. Mm. Now, Lou, Daddy flex <laughs> bombs on them. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Are you boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with you? Thanks, I love that. Uh, um, yeah. Um, final shout out to final shout out to. Uh, no, that shout out, man. Shout out to the nigga. I don't want to get their names mixed up. I'm dead. I love it. Big pimpin. Big no, fucking no, no. pimpin. Cut that part out. Cut that part out. All right. Cut that part out. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Sorry and Roach, this week, obviously, the outro song is so different. <laughs> so free, Master Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs>